This is an SJC Radio production. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to episode three of series five of Pit Stop. We're back up to a full compliment this week. Everybody's here. Yeah. We've got Max. Hello. We've got Joe. Hello. Ed. Hello. And Finn. Boy. And also Mr. Bird. Yeah. Right. Uh, Starting off with uh, motorsport matters, I've got some things here. You got the news? And roughly some news that you may have covered when I wasn't here. What, what, well, so, uh, sorry okay. if I repeat it. We will stop. We can always you. cut it out. We can always cut it out. Right. <laughs> um, Max Verstappen will be using the race number one since winning the championship. The number. Which is the first time yeah. yet since Vettel, obviously, because Hamilton didn't, uh, chose not to. Uh, chose to keep with his 44. So we are struggling for news. No, no, I didn't uh, know that. I didn't <laughs> but know that. there we go, just a fun fact almost. I have some news. Max? Uh, Fernando Alonso has no longer got a titanium uh, jaw that's been removed from his cycling crash last year. I didn't know he had a titanium jaw. Mm. Well, he no longer has one. No. Well, that's good. Well, good for him. In the F1 Secret Santa, where all the drivers give each other presents, yeah. he got a really protective cycle helmet, which I oh. thought was quite funny. Very good. Um, Ed, any, any, you got anything? I was wondering about uh, launch dates for some cars. Oh. I don't know if we have any more. These are, so we're getting excited about announcements about when the launch dates will be. Yeah. yeah. The cars, they're brand new cars, so it's like the 80s. I preferred it in the 80s when there weren't launches and there'll just be a test and there'll be photographs from the test. Should be in the newspaper. Why would you prefer that? Sir? No, yeah. Yeah. no too that was like a big thing. Do, like big announcements with they like, do, don't they? Weird dancing. That I've got a question. Dancing. I've got a question. Yes. Yeah, yeah. did that last Alfa year. Romeo, too. And Alfa Romeo. And like a ballet. Question. What might not happen at the British Grand Prix? Oh, fly over. Oh, but yeah. it is definitely happening. Well, hold on. Max, you didn't really answer the question. What well, might not happen? Arrows. Red arrows. And, and why might that not happen? To stop pollution, although... No, no, it's not pollution. It is pollution. No, it's not. It's, not it's fuel, pollution. isn't it? No, it's air pollution. No, it's nothing to do with that. What is it? It's to do with you're not allowed to have, I think, displays of military power at, at Grand Prix. Oh, so, because they're military uh, airplanes, 
That's I can, I can see why that's a rule, but I do think that's a little bit silly, especially the red eyes. It's not really a scary thing. Is well, it? they're also not. I mean, they're red for a start. They're, mm. they're not. They're not conspicuous or. So how come it's being allowed now? Well, I said it might not happen. Oh, it's definitely happening now. It is. So it's the Monza and Imola. Uh, oh, the, the 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 Italian versions. That is cool. You get some really good photos out of that. I mentioned last week that because I've been watching um, the updates at Spa, major works at Spa. Um, so replacing all of the tarmac runoff with uh, gravel traps. I said last week they weren't doing pool for some reason. And funny if that even got home, checked the internet, and sure enough, they're, they're replacing that huge tarmac runoff with a gravel trap. That's good. Which is good. It seems to be they're doing every single corner. Um, they haven't got around to Stavolo yet. You know, you know Stavolo, which is the first sort of right-hander on the way back to start finish straight as a vast tarmac runoff. Yeah. So I'm rather hoping they're going to gravel that as well. It just, just looks much better. Um, More natural, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. What is uh, Gunter Steiner? Is that how you pronounce his first yep. name? Yeah. Gunter Steiner. What, what does he expect to stay the same in 2022? I don't think Haas's performance. I don't think. Because <laughs> oh, he's been very positive about it. So. Well, well, I hope, at least I hope for Haas's sake, that their performance won't be the same. You might be right, but he, he says he expects them to maintain their underdog status. Oh, well, that's obviously quite... They were 10th in the championship last year. They're not going to come back coach. and win first for no, no reason. So, I think that's code for I think they're not going to be very good this yes, year. Yes, I, I, I agree. Uh, another question. What, according to Zach Brown, is damaging the fabric of Formula 1? Money. No. No, Although it's linked, the amount of money he has, he yeah. wouldn't say that. Everything is linked to money. I don't know. I will quote what Zach Brown said this week. He says, "In a nutshell, the current situation is all talking about B teams. So you've got um, Williams, uh, Alpha Tauri being yeah. a B team of Red Bull. He says, in a nutshell, and you've got Alpha Romeo being a B team, I guess, of Ferrari." Williams and Mercedes as well. Yes. He says, in a nutshell, the current situation allows B teams to be over-competitive compared to constructors, like McLaren, and A teams to be over-competitive by having the benefit of a B team. So he's saying your genuine manufacturers like McLaren um, are sort of um, slightly handicapped against teams like Red Bull and... Knowing how outspoken he is... I think if he was in the position where McLaren had a junior team, I'm not sure he'd be saying that. So quite possibly. Um, Matt, oh, I have thought of another bit. What's that? Uh, I think it's to do with the Volkswagen and Porsche oh, yeah, was engine it? thing. Is this to do with Formula One, or is it to do? It yeah, is Formula One. There's been yeah. a lot of talk about this. Yeah, there's been a lot of speculation recently that uh, Porsche and Volkswagen could, you know, enter sport as an engine manufacturer yeah. for some teams. And I think that's sort of coming into play. Yeah, I think it's you know coming it, a bit closer. It might it be looks like, um, quite soon, but okay. we don't know. So there might be more manufacturers coming into the world. It looks like Red Bull's going to go for uh, uh, Porsche. Yeah, I think Red Bull could yeah. be and maybe Porsche McLaren too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, matters rising from last week because what, what always happens is that we make mistakes. I make mistakes. How is Mr. Bird making mistakes? Mr. Well, Bird doesn't make mistakes. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I made a couple of mistakes. I said last week it was the Formula E, the weekend coming, as in last weekend. No, it's, it's this actually weekend. it's this weekend. I mean, that that was a mistake by me. And when I was doing it, this rather good game where I was describing 
um, a track and Finn and Ed were drawing it. Um, I think I caught this from Finn. Now, when I was describing the long right-hander at Cover Grande, I was describing it, well, two out of three times, I described it as a long left-hander. Yeah. I'm blaming you, Finn. No, it's a long right-hander. It's a long right-hander. I know. I'm blaming you, Finn, because you were telling us you get your left and right muddle up. And I've never, I've never got my left and right muddle up before. How so what I'm saying fault? is... How is that my What fault? I'm saying is it's catching. <laughs> I caught it off you. It's contagious. It's contagious. Um, right. Okay. Uh, Finn... Last week talked about uh, Gilles Villeneuve. He told us it was his, if he was alive, it would have been his birthday yep. last week. And and how did you describe Villeneuve? This is Gilles Villeneuve, Jacques dad. Finn, how did you describe him? The greatest, the greatest. Uh, the greatest driver not to have won a world championship. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this and they disagreed about this. Daniel Ricardo. I wasn't talking to Daniel Ricciardo. No. Or you're saying that Daniel Ricciardo is the Definitely 2014. Uh, do you know much about Gilles Villeneuve? No, not an over. Um, well, he's obviously father of Jacques Villeneuve. Um, he was a very exciting driver. Uh, if you go on YouTube, uh, it's quite a famous clip, I think, from the... I'm going to guess here. Would it be the 19... 19- 80 or 79 Dutch Grand Prix where he crashes, I think, at Tarzan, the first corner, and um, his rear wheel is basically pretty much ripped off. He then gets back on the track and drives around the whole circuit with sort of what, dragging one of his rear wheels. Mm. He goes back to the pits. Of course, nothing can be done. He, he retires straight away. But that kind of summed him up. Wasn't a sensible thing to do. It was also quite dangerous to have a car, you know, touring around the track, yeah. never half damaged. Um, what makes okay? What makes a Formula One champion? Finn, what qualities do you think makes a Formula One champion? Being good. Yeah. You're going to be quick. fast. I think, Pace. I think consistency. Be quick. More than Absolutely else, consistency. Sure. See, Villeneuve, I don't think was the most consistent driver. You know, he would take. You know, he was. He would take big risks. If to be world champion, sometimes, sometimes you got to finish second, third, or fourth. If a win isn't on, so Mike Villeneuve would always go for the win. What else have you got to be to be a world champion? Any other? A good car. I, absolutely, got to, got to have the best car. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton would not have been six, seven times world champion. Seven times. Yeah. Had he not been in the Mercedes? Well, one thing I was talking to Max about outside of lesson time um, was about how I don't want Max Verstappen to win this year's championship. And why is that? I'd want someone other than two protagonists, so Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah. I to win protagonist it. for one year. Well, potentially. Um, I just think that it'll be really exciting. I hope Ferrari have a chance because Leclerc and Sainz were so close. I'd like to see more than two cars at the front. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. Yeah. But then there's also also it'll be interesting to see how Russell goes. Yeah, it will be. There's also a lot of talk about Ferrari coming back. Yes, don't believe right. it. It has been. Um, so, so just going back to the point about Villeneuve, so you've got to have the best car, you've got to be fast, you've got to be maybe consistent, sometimes settle for third place. Um, also, the great, the champions are quite are very self-centred. Uh, they want the team to revolve around them. They don't want a competitive number two. So, uh, Which is why Villeneuve, I think it would be interesting with Russell. Yeah. So Villeneuve, yeah, very exciting driver. Probably would never have been world champion. 
probably a bit too exciting. Did he like Maybe a bit too much. Well, yeah. So Matt, as I said to Finn last week, I can't remember his exact age, um, but he died in qualifying for the Belgian Grand Prix of 82. Now, something else I mentioned last week. Uh, well, the, the international race season started. We had the Dubai 24 hours a couple of weeks ago. We had last weekend something called the Raw before the 24, which is it's testing for, actually testing and qualifying for the Daytona 24 hours, which is right. this weekend coming. And a bit like Formula 1, this is the only round they have it. They have a sprint qualifying. And the format's much the same. They have qualifying, then they have... Is that because they can make more money out I don't know. They only do it for Daytona. I think it's to make the test weekend a bit more special. So they have qualifying, then the qualifying determines the grid for the sprint race. The sprint race is 100 minutes. Now, this is a sprint race. I don't think there's any championship points available. It's a sprint race for to determine the grid for a 24-hour race. Does it matter if you're first or second, third or fourth, or fifth or sixth? So the you're grid? not really going to risk too much, are you? That's what you would think. Exactly. There's no point in risking anything for a 24-hour race. Also, in these IMSA races, there are lots of safety car periods. So you might be 40 seconds behind the leader. It doesn't really matter. There'll be a safety car period when you'll be allowed to catch right back up. So where you are on the grid is irrelevant. Going into the last lap of the sprint qualifying, Richard Westbrook in the Mustang sampling Cadillac went for a lunge, a big lunge. It wasn't on into turn one. It's on the last lap. And he made contact with the leading Acura. Uh, he kind of spun off, but he got going again. This is insane, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Sprint race for three-fire race. Took a big risk. The move was, he's never alongside into turn one. Tagged the car in front of him. Thankfully, there was no damage done to either car, and Westbrook did end up finishing second. But it's a crazy thing to do uh, in a qualifying race. Joe? I think just before we take a short break, yeah. um, I believe that I think oh, I think there'd be one thing that'd be interesting, certainly for me and probably for the listener too, to listen uh, to. L you. Listeners. Listeners. Okay, sorry. more than one. Well, no, I was thinking about someone in their headphones because I've just speaking to one person. Oh, you're speaking to. I like yeah. that. You're speaking directly, directly to them. to them. Yeah. I hope you'd like to listen to this listener. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I've got one thing, and I want you all to say what your one thing would be to look out for this coming season. So it can be MotoGP, could be F1. Mine uh, is going to be Bottas's uh, stint at Alfa Romeo. And I'm not saying look out for it if he's going to be amazing. I'm just going to say it's going to be interesting to see if it was the car or if he's a very skilled driver. I so, suspect it'll be the car, but, but so watch this space. That's what I'm saying. Finn. We'll come to Finn in a second. Finn, Finn is thinking. Let's go to Ed. I think the return of Alex Albon. I was going to say that. Because say that in my mind, it's going to go one of two ways. I think it'll either... Who's racing for? Oh, he's racing for Williams. Williams. Oh, alongside the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, alongside Williams. Actually, it was F2 team. Oh, okay, okay, that's interesting. Uh, so, so yeah, I think you go one of two ways. I think you'd either, you know, outperform the car, much like George Russell did last year, hmm. do really well, get some Q2 uh, appearances, you know, do sort of what he did with Toro Rosso at the beginning of the 2019 season, where he was, you know, pretty good. Hmm. Or he's going to be terrible. And or he's going to remind us. He's going to remind us why he's in the F1. Well, yeah, why you not doing that record? I suspect there'll be less pressure with him, don't they? Yeah. If you were Red Bull, you've got to perform, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I don't know what what, what am I looking for? It, it can be IMSA, it can be well, it, GP. No, no, IMSA because IMSA is kind of, we're in a transition year with sports car racing. Next year, 
2023, uh, new regulations in IMSA and lots of manufacturers coming back into it. This is the last year of the old regulations. Not, it's not particularly exciting here, to be honest. The cars are the same as last year. Where can I watch the IMSA stuff? Well, it's normally on IMSA TV. Uh, it's this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I have difficulties getting onto it. So IMSA not excited about. Well, Endurance, you've got Persia coming back this year with that peculiar-looking oh, yeah, space age. Yeah. I don't that like it. Spoilers. I don't like it at all. I think it looks terrible. So I'm not excited about that. No. I'll tell you what I, can, I'll tell, I'll tell you what I am excited about. Going back to races, I booked, I'm booked Ooh. to go to Spa in May. I'm going to the, is it the second or third round of the World Jewish Championship? Um, so I'll, those modifications that we've been talking about, I will see them firsthand and report back. But I'm going to Spa. I booked the campsite, booked into Camping Eau Rouge, already paid the deposit. So I'm looking forward to going back to Spa. Finn? Um, I, I think what you should look out for is uh, Miami, the track. Ooh. I think that looks quite nice. I think it'll be quite good. Have you played it on your game? No. It's not, it's not available yet. It's not on the game. And this is a street... Uh, I don't kind know. Of. It, it goes around it's... Hard Rock Stadium, which is actually where NFL team Miami Dolphins play. Okay. So, Finn, you're excited about that. There have been, over the years, Miami does have a bit of history with motorsport. Yeah. There used to be the Miami Grand Prix. That was at IMSA Cars. Uh, that was quite a big event. Uh, obviously, this venue is completely uh, different. So, Finn, you're excited about that. Um, I think we'll probably have our break now. Welcome back to part two. Yep. We... Now, I was going to say that 30 seconds have passed for our listeners. Yes. Or listener. But for us, it's been probably two days since we recorded the first part. As a yes. result, we have a change of slight change of personnel because we're doing this at a different time of the day. It's myself, Joe, and Finn. Hello. And what else, what else is different, Joe? Also, got a lovely setting, newly refurbed D block. Yes. A very very clean. This is a one off. Lovely. Very we're, light in area. You it? haven't been this glassing before, have you? I haven't. So I'm we've, impressed. We've moved to the top of D block uh, just for this session. Now, I thought what we'll do first of all, Joe, yep. is review um, Senior School Assembly from this week. Ah. It was good, wasn't it? Yes, it was. In fact, Senior School Assembly was uh, presented by Finn's mum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> star rating, Joe. What, of the Assembly? Yes. Oh, I'm going five stars. I give it five stars as well. Uh, she included a bit from Netflix Drive to Survive, which we've mentioned on the show before. That was interesting because... Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you watched them? Drive I haven't seen the. I've, I think I've seen the first two series of Drive to mm-hmm. Survive. But very good. The interesting, um, like Netflix quality, it's excellent, isn't it? It's is very good. Almost, I knew the result of what would happen, but it was the way they made it was really exciting. So yeah, it was good. To even, though, even though you, you, when you watched it, you knew the events. The yeah. way they did it was was done in yeah. an interesting way. Um, so the assembly was on. It was on Courage, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was about. Um, about Roman Grosjean's crash at the, I'm going to say Bahrain Grand Prix. It was in Bahrain. Um, yes, it was the Bahrain GP. Uh, yeah, and that, what was interesting, I thought, is when we were shown clips from that Netflix series, you could have heard a pin drop. 
Uh, and normally you'd have some sort of talking in there. Well, there'd be talking, but there might be a little bit of rustling, I suppose. But everyone it, was like, "What's happening?" Everybody is really, really sort of focused on it. Good choice of clip, this It was very good. Yeah. You know, it made me think. I mean, nowadays, pretty much everybody knows about Formula One, and in the school, I would say there are lots of children who are into motorsport, especially Formula One. Yeah. When I was at school many, many years ago. Um, I would say in my sc- school of about 500 pupils, there are probably four of us or five of us who are into, into Formula One. And in fact, I'll say there are only probably five of us who knew anything about Formula One. And that goes to show not, not how much Formula One has improved, but how the, I guess, marketing. The marketing. Obviously, how much better the sports got. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it was at its best in the 80s. But the marketing, it's so well promoted nowadays that everybody. I think social media, something, everything's so interconnected now. You can't move yeah. for it. Yeah. But I said, uh, at my school, there were literally five of us. There was myself in year nine, and there's about four or five in year 11, and that was it, uh, pretty much. You did progress from year nine, though, didn't you? Yes, yeah, so I went up. Oh, okay, but, but great. Probably as I, as, I went up into, <laughs> as I went up from year nine, uh, I, when I was in the sixth form, it's probably just me, the only boy in the school who knew anything about Formula One, <laughs> and there may be a couple of others, if that. Um, yeah, it's growing massively in popularity, maybe down to that Netflix no, well, I would say, no, yeah. but I, I okay, that, that's certainly a factor today, but I would say, even if you go back 10 years, uh, yeah. Formula was still, very pop, was still very popular 10 years ago. We've got my verb tenses yeah. right, I'm not I'm sure. Saying. But I, I think really you're English right. Classroom. I, th- I think yeah. you're right, that the, 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 that Netflix series, Drive to Survive, you know, has drawn a lot of new um, customers in, yeah, as it sure. were. Because you weren't laughing, were you? No. You were, but you helped your mum write it, didn't you? I did. Um, did you come up with the idea? Maybe. No, I didn't. Uh, actually, she did. That's the only ever episode she's watched, and it was. she liked it. So. Yeah. She always asked when the new series was coming up, but she came home saying last night how it was, it was uh, almost a disaster. Why? Oh, uh, I think I know why it was almost a disaster. Can you tell us why? Because some people hadn't... Um, well, no, no. no, no the okay, second sorry. clip. No. It, she couldn't play it. She couldn't play the second clip, and uh, oh, she couldn't play she the second. Oh, okay, I wasn't aware there was a clip. Missing. She wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was about him. It was. It was about Gresham talking about. Oh, him. so she. Oh, I see. Yes, I remember that. So I think that's that famous video where he's all like bandaged up, and he's basically saying, "I'm fine," but he doesn't look at it at all. Was that was that the clip that, that yeah, we missed? Um, oh, I mean, it didn't detract fr- from the overall assembly. I think no, it went very very well. Now I was thinking. So the theme was courage. Yeah. And I think. Um, Perhaps a better example of courage would be... Well, I'm gonna, I think I might know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Well, maybe that MotoGP incident in Portimao last year where he fell off his bike and it's a blind crest. So as you come over it, you have no idea what's coming at you. It's probably two years ago. Well, yeah. Two years. That is scary though, isn't it? But, but, but I would say though, courage... Look at Grosjean's incident. Did he show courage? I'm not sure because... He was in a situation, he had to get out of that car, didn't he? I don't know if that's courage or not, but maybe a better example is Nicky Lauda. Yeah. Phil, I'm coming to you on this. Tell me what film you watched no, over the weekend. No, um, Rush. Rush. Now, now, I've been meaning to watch that for a long time. Is so it good? It's very, very, very good. good. Now, Finn, who chose that film for you to watch? Did you choose it? Did your dad choose it? I chose it. Right, very good. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it? What you enjoyed about it? Um, so it is basically a film on the 
76. It is. Very good. With uh, James Hunt and Nick Lauder. Very good. And it just talks about that. And it's about the rivalry, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is very good. It's quite moving as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, talking about courage, perhaps Nick Lauder is a better example. So, do you know where he had that crash? Do you know where it was? Nervo it was a Nürburgring. And he almost died. He had the, the last rites read to him uh, by a priest, so they thought he was going to die. What is astonishing is that I think it was only, you might have to double fact check me on this, but I think it was four or five weeks later, can you find this, that he raced, that he raced in the Italian Grand Prix. So he almost died, and he obviously was nowhere near fully fit at the Italian Grand Prix. He raced there, and I think he finished fourth. And he was still clearly in a lot of pain. If you just check, I think it was four weeks later. I might be wrong. It was 49 days. Oh, of Finder Megan's 49 days. Can we um, just check that? When did Nicky Lauder start racing again? No, it was, it was the gap between the, the Nürburgring crash. and his crash. Just 40, at Monza, Lauder would finish fourth. Yes. An incredible return to Formula One. How many days just after? 42 days after. So 42 crash. days after almost dying, he, he returns. So maybe that's... I bet that's probably a better example of courage, isn't it? Because he would have had the choice to to race or not. If you're Grosjean stuck in that car, you've got no choice but to get out. Having said that, it wouldn't have made for a better assembly because we wouldn't have had that Netflix footage. <laughs> so I actually think using Grosjean as an example of courage made for a better assembly, even though Nicky Lauder is probably a better example. Finn? Okay, so I'm not sure if I'm right here, okay. but... Sorry, I don't remember from the film, apparently, that they had a vote if they wanted the race to go ahead. Yeah, they, they did, didn't they? Yes, you're right. Yeah. That's... And didn't... Wasn't James Hunt very keen for the race to go yeah, ahead? Yeah, because he said, he said um, technically, you win the championship. Yeah. Because it goes to show yeah. how, I guess, how focused these drivers are, aren't they? Yeah. You'd be I, wonder, very... I wonder how long that made James Hunt then. Yeah, I mean, they were very good friends, actually. Um, yeah. Now, I was going to say something else about uh, the film. Oh, yes, my brother saw it before me, and he said... Um, you'll really enjoy the film. However, however, he said, if, you, if you're an expert on racetracks, it will detract slightly from the film. Um, the example, do you remember in the film when Nicky Lauda, I think, goes to test for Ferrari? Yes. And it's supposed to be at Fiorano, the, the Ferrari test track. Well, that scene is not filmed at Fiorano, the Ferrari test track. It's actually filmed at Brown's Hatch. And it's actually filmed, you've got... Um, Enzo Ferrari sitting on the entrance to uh, Clearways, which is the corner of mm -hmm. the South Australia. So if you're an expert like me, you think, oh, that's not for Fiorano. But I have to say, the <laughs> film is brilliant. If you haven't seen it, you really ought to. Now, this got me thinking as well. You know how we know that the season just gone was incredibly controversial. Yeah. The 1976 season was a bit like that. Uh, for, for a whole number of reasons. I mean... Obviously, it was very incident-packed. We had Lauder almost dying. We had the finale was was held in you know torrential rain uh, at, at Fuji. Nicky Lauder took the decision to retire from the race. He felt it wasn't worth the risk. I think Hunt finished third, thinking he'd finished fourth and hadn't won the World Championship, but he had. But earlier in the season, there was a lot of controversy. Spanish Grand Prix. Yes. Do you think so, about that? Yep. Um James Hunt had won that. Yeah. Did he win it? And he was just qualified for yeah. his car being too long. That's right. And, but then later the on, season, he was reinstated. Re yeah. So I think the start of the season was dominated by Lauda. And Hunt was some way behind. Had it not been for Lauda's crash, I don't think Hunt would have won that, that would have won the championship. Also, British Grand Prix, we Hunt wins. Do you know what happens after that? No. 
he's then disqualified. I think that's because... I Too don't, wide, this Well, no, what, what happened with the British Grand Prix is that I think Hunt crashed on the first lap. and The race was restarted, and Hunt wasn't supposed to restart, but the crowd were getting very rowdy, and you know, had he not been allowed to restart, there might have been a bit of a riot. So I think Hunt was allowed to restart, and later on, his win was taken away from him. So... I, 1976 reminds me a lot of 2021, you know, very controversial years. Joe? This is different topics. Have you finished talking about I have. the past? Yes. Great. I'm here to talk about You're the future. dragging us back all oh, to the future. The future. No, no, no. Oh, future. back to the future. Back. <laughs> oh, nice. That's what the episode should be called. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just, just come in. The Singapore Grand Prix will continue until at least 2028. Yeah. Uh, which oh. I think is great. I like Singapore. I quite like Singapore. It's technical. It's great. It's what it's all that. Uh, I know you yeah. like it. Looks I like nice. it. Looks good. A friend of mine. A friend of mine mm-hmm. went to the Singapore Grand Prix. I think also because it's in the dark and sport uh, looks best in the dark. It doesn't. It does. Yeah, a friend of mine went to the Singapore Grand Prix. He's working in Singapore. Watched from turn one. He wasn't that impressed by it. Um, carry on. Continue. Uh, and launch dates. Oh, More launch this, is where I, this is where I pretend to be excited okay. about the announcement of a launch for the, date. For the sake of radio, right. you can be pretend to be excited because uh, 10th of February, Aston Martin, and that is the soonest. Right. And as soon as they that's come the out, earliest. The, yes, that is the earliest. Okay, so write that date in your diary, 10th of Feb. Okay, that's not far away. Be good. And then straight after, it's the 11th of Feb, McLaren. Oh, hold on. So, so these are launches. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, it's not the announcement of the launch date. Right, okay. No. So that's a no, good. No. You've just announced the launch date. Yep, so right, I've got it. Aston Martin's the 10th, McLaren's yeah. the 11th, and they all go on throughout. You know what the I'm interested in? Last stages of February. I'm interested in seeing is whether the cars will look different at all, or will they all look identical? Well, I know that uh, Aston Martin, because yeah. Otmar Safnauer has left Aston Martin, yeah. uh, and along with BT, uh, BWT, I mm. think, and he's moving to Alpine. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see if any pink features. We want pink back think, on racing cars. I think that would look so nice. So you, you are right. On the subject of pink cars, last sorry, two days ago, part one, when I was talking about the the practice race, mm-hmm. um, sprint qualifying, yeah. the, 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 the qualifying race for Daytona 24 hours, which is this weekend. Yeah. Uh, one of the DPI cars in that is uh, an Acura and it's pink and it looks amazing. It's the Michael Shank Racing Acura. It's, it's, it's mainly pink. Pink looks... It's funny, isn't it? Because you wouldn't have thought pink would be a good way to colour for race yeah. cars. Um, actually, funny enough, in about 1979 or 1980, there was a pink and white Kramer Porsche 935. That looks really, really good. That kind of Japanese writing on it as well. 19... Pink, pink, well, I'm guessing 79, 1980 or even 81. It's a uh, Kramer Porsche... Uh, I think it's a 935... Sort of white and pink. You'll, I'll have a look. You have a look for that. Um, we like pink racing cars. Right, now we're going to move on, Joe, to a feature we did last week. I'm glad you're here because it wouldn't work with Finn because he has issues. That's it. What? What? You have got a year on that? Um, that's some, that's the model, it isn't it? very nice. Yeah, yeah. Show yeah. that to Finn. We've got a pink and white oh, port. Okay. That does look amazing. With, with that, God, that does look amazing. Um, oh. I like that a lot. So, yeah, that is very, very nice. Good, isn't it? Or pink, pink and white in Formula pink One, please. Well, pink and white might be the best colour combination of all. Right, Joe. Um, I'm going to describe a racetrack. You're going to draw it. Yes. Finn is 
No offence, Finn. Finn is hopeless at this. Um, oh, I thought it could be really better. And can you turn away from Finn? Yeah. Copy it. Right, okay. So I'm going to draw this up. You get one go at guessing this. Okay. So if you guess it and it's wrong, you're out. Mm-hmm. Can I just guess straight away? Well, four. No, that would make for good radio. Yeah. I'm guessing. You're going to have a go. Right, here we go. The start finish straight goes from left to right. Okay. So it's that, 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 that side to that side thing. This is hopeless, isn't it? It goes from left to right, and it towards the end of it curves. Well, there's a very fast long left at the end of it. So it goes to a very fast... So it's um, an anti-clockwise circle. Uh, it is going to be anti-clockwise. So it's a very, very long... Well, hold on. When I say long, Joe, it's going to be very, very fast. That's far too tight. Okay. It's a very, very, very long left-hander. And actually... Well, that's the... Keep going. And that goes into uh, another straight. Right. Am I on the right track? Okay. That's a good... Uh, am I on the right track? You've all done a sort of 180 degree... Yeah. 180. Okay. <laughs> We'll carry on. And actually, if, we, if I go back to that first left-hander, that's the original circuit. It's now chicane. So actually, in the middle of that corner, it goes left, right, left. So it exits the original track and then goes back onto it. So we've got chicane in the middle of that. Right, eh? Is it a Formula One track? It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Your first corners are all far too... Okay. So we've got this long... Okay. <laughs> this is going badly. Okay. Uh, after this short straight, we've got a quite a fast chicane. It's, it's a left-right. It's quite quick. And that goes into a short straight into a left-hand hairpin. So this is where you do a full 180. I'm looking at their pictures. And they are, Don't worry, they are miles off. Oh, nice. Um, right. Joe, what's happened to you, Joe? Uh, I'm trying to draw on a little chicane. Um, yeah, short straight hairpin. Back in. Right, okay. And that goes into, after the, the hairpin, we have a uh, straight, which kind of curves off to the right. Okay. Yep. And, and then we go into a, into a fast, after that sort of right curve, into a fast left-hander. Left-hander? We're going yeah. back? Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but your first corner, it's not a 180-degree first corner. Okay. I'm going to have to just help them here. Right, first corner, folks. When I say fast, I'm talking that. Oh! Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I- I'm working with amateurs here. We're going to start again. With Ed. Right. We do, actually. Right. Good. There's good. In the middle of that left, I'm going back to the start now, there's, it's left, right, left. That's it. Good. Then after that left-hander, we go on to a straight, straight, that's it, good. Yeah. Then, a bit longer than that, it's not the long, well's longest straight, but it's a bit longer than that, a bit longer than that, and then it goes into a fast left-right. High-speed chicane, left-right, left-right, good, uh, yeah, and then we go into a base short straight, into a left, hairpin left. Carry on straight on, and then hairpin, hairpin left. left, good, and then the track... It's straight, but it veers off to the right. So after the hairpin, in fact, it goes steeply uphill after the hairpin, and then it veers, it curves slightly to the right. Right. Before we have a fast left-hander. Fast left-hander, good, good, and that now plunges into a short straight into a quite a fast left-hander, kind of a double apex left-hander. So it tightens on the second. No, that's right-hander. Right. And this is your fault. I said left. I meant right. Okay, then we go on the exit to that. You're doing well there, Joe. Okay, great. To a short straight, to a straight. And then we come up to quite a fast left-right again. No, I meant right-left. Finn, this is your fault. <laughs> oh, is it my fault? 
How is it's you your presence. It, it, there you go. Right. And then we go to a straight. Yep. Okay. Look, any thoughts? Any thoughts? Hungry. Yeah. Oh, hungry is quite good. Well, what's, okay, you can have a guess by now. What's going to be your hungry. answer? Hungry. You're hungry. Right. Hungry is clockwise, though. Right. You're in. Current. It's current on current, the Yes. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it 2023 calendar? Yeah, uh, I think it's this year. It was last year. It was the year before. It's relatively new. It's not Nurburgring, which makes that. Makes that when I say it's relatively new, it was used up until about, oh, I can't remember, 1990, no, like 2003 or four. It came back about three years ago. First corner is called Tamburano. Ah, Imola. Yes. It doesn't look like Imola at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, Can I just say that my description was excellent? (laughs) Your drawing was not very. Actually, I would have got it if because it's because after that, I think it's then a right hander and another right hander back on there. Actually, it's not. Your drawing isn't a million miles away, is it? No. Uh, you all went, when I say fast, oh, far, a fast corner, unless it's bank, it's not going to be 180 turns. No. So that's your future reference. Right. So that went, well, well done me. Um, <laughs> I did well. You did poorly. Who got it though, sir? Well, nobody got it. Well, um, you, you did give me the name of the corner, but I got it. Well, well, <laughs> okay. Um, this weekend. Uh, Formulary. Well, it is formulary. There's a website where I always check what's coming up, and yep. that calendar has disappeared from, from the web. It is formulary. Uh, it definitely is this weekend from Saudi Arabia. Riga, not Jeddah. So this is the street circuit. Those are the two main, oh. two main cities. In Saudi Arabia. I, I checked today. They're making very slight changes to the Jeddah street circuit for safety reasons. I'm not sure, sure they're altering the actual corners, uh-huh. but they're altering some of the, the, the barriers, I think. Um, I also saw Finn yes. today some pictures of Miami. It's looking quite good. I know. I told you. Yeah, I, and as you said, it, it it kind of it's around that stadium, Joe. That, that's yeah, it. yeah, the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, so that's looking pretty good. So this weekend we got Formula. We also got yep. Daytona 24 Hours. It's the race this weekend. I think the Formula will be better. Well, the trouble is, um, my laptop. I, I find it. It's uh, on. Uh, it's on TV, isn't well, it? It's on Emerson. Sorry. Sorry. They turn out 24 hours on IMSA TV, but for some reason I find it difficult to get IMSA TV nowadays on my, what's it called? Do you called? have to pay? Laptop. No, well laptop, but on the actual, what's that thing called? Chrome. Chrome, or, or whatever internet thing I'm using doesn't seem to like IMSA TV very much, so I'm going to struggle to watch that. But that really, for me, is the start of the, the racing season. That's the, it's a big race. For me, it's, it's always a, been Formula E. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> Daytona Four Hours is probably the second or third biggest sports car race in the world. Obviously, the Mon is out there by itself. Daytona Monaco Monaco GP, second or third. Monaco GP. What about the Monaco? That's that's some months away. Oh, in terms of greatest races. Yeah, greatest races for sure. I, I, I think it's up there with the best. No, I think the qualifiers. I think that's probably a discussion for next week. Yes. And we'll leave it there because I'm from there. It's lunchtime. It is lunchtime. Um. So uh, until next week. Goodbye. Yep. This was an SJC Radio production. It was presented and written by Mr. Bird, Finn, Ed, Max and Joe. The editor was Mr. Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. 
There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well